What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of For Your Good. I have a very special one for you guys today. I have Miss Micah Hawkins on the show. Hey, everyone. There you go. And then I got Sydney Robinson. God bless you, Snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I hope you guys are having a great day or night whenever you guys are listening to this. But um, like I said, I hope you guys are doing great. But I really have you guys on the show today just to give a little bit of encouragement or in- inspiration. All right. But Micah, we can start off with you. Um. So I guess a little bit of encouragement. I don't know because that topic is so broad and I'm kind of on the spot here today. But I would say I would say believe in yourself, even though that sounds so simple, but really break that down and define what that means for yourself. So if believing yourself means, oh, today I'm going to check everything off my to-do list or today I'm going to stand up to so-and-so or today I'm going to, you know, go for my dream. Um, That's what I would say. Believe in yourself because you can probably accomplish. You could probably accomplish a lot more than you think you can. And so, yeah, that's what I was. I like that. Sydney, how about you? Um, first off, let me just say black women are like dominating the entrepreneur um, world. We are like beating the standards, um, looking back on as Martin Luther King Day. Mm-hmm. Um, around that era, it was more so, you know, the women stay home, and cook and take care of the kids, have the kids, you know, stay more in the shadow and let the men, you know, do what they do. Right. But yeah. now, like. Today, it's like, you know, women are out here, they having their own business on top of taking care of the household, having kids. Um, mm-hmm. Even if they don't, you know, own a business, they're still out here hustling and working jobs, two, um, two to three jobs. So um, I just say, you know, continue to shine and um, do your thing. Uh, black women are like, we're more powerful than we think we are like we definitely we own the world like you know men are standard. okay yeah. yeah like you know you men are all right but you know <laughs> we we we're kind of better than you guys you know? okay but um i just want to ask both of you mike i'm gonna start with you okay what kind of inspired you growing up to be the woman you are today so i don't really have i always said i never really had role models for what to do i had role models to for what not to do okay yes. so um i don't really have one person obviously my mother she influenced me a lot and to become who i am but she also influenced me to become who i am and not who she was who she is who she is okay <laughs> and um so yeah i think that was that would mostly be it just you know watching everybody do what they do and being like okay they did that right, but they did that wrong. So when I do it, I'm going to do it right both ways. Right. And, you know, so that's what I think. Like, just show, showing me what not to do. I like that. Sydney? Um, I totally agree with what you said. Um, on top of, of course, like, everybody knows mom is, like, the superhero. So, mm-hmm. you know, shout out to mom, you know. But, shout um, out to Tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I also agree, like, I have more um, examples of, you know, what not to do. I mean, not judging people, Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, uh, 
yeah, girl, now I know that, mm, that is something I would want to do. And then also for me, um, I was one of those kids that, you know, would sneak and hide, you know, when my parents had, like, guests over or they had a party. Like, I'm, I'm nosy, so, like, I was one of that kids <laughs> that they thought, you know, I was in bed asleep so they could be up all night kicking it, but really, like, I was eavesdropping and, you know, listening to what they're saying. So, like, I spend my time with a lot of, like, the older generation because, man, like, the wisdom that Mm -hmm. they have is, like, out of this world. So, I, like, look up to, like, them and, you know, they inspire me to be. I love it. Um, Michael, for you, you're an entrepreneur of your own. Um, How important is that as as being a a woman not just a black woman but being an entrepreneur um making a name for yourself in a world that is pretty much dominantly dominated by men so um just for the listeners who don't know i do have a boutique with my mother called why not boutique okay boutique. and um <laughs> so check us out why not boutique.com and check them um, out so I guess as a woman and as a woman of color, I think just getting into that field and when it is dominated by men is that if we wanted to change, we have to get in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I want it to be different, I have to jump in. I have to change it in my way that I will change it, the way that God wants me to change it, what right. my purpose is in that field. And um, I think, I don't know, I think it's important I think I have a lot of other women to look up to. You know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs who are women who are Latina, Asian, black, you know, everything. And they all have certain gifts and certain glass ceilings that they broke for themselves. Right. And then listening to them, you know, because they've been in this field. So watching their YouTube videos, taking their classes that they offer, getting on their lives and just taking bits and pieces of it. And then taking with my mom because I'm on it with my mom. Um, she knows like about that field too, and we're learning together. And so I think I think that is it's it's great to step out there. You know, half of the work is just getting started. So uh, and I've definitely like learned that in this business is that once we're like started, it's like oh, right, okay, yeah. like I got the nerves out. You know, now I'm ready. Like hit the ground running. You know, my marketing strategies and and things like that. So yeah. I love it. Sydney, how about you? I am not an entrepreneur. But like Um, the things that you got into. The things, okay. I'm not an entrepreneur, but I have obviously talents and gifts. I'm letting things just, you know, go the way that they want to go. I mean, I have um, friends who are entrepreneurs and um, shout out to them. Um, I see what they do, you know, I see the blood, sweat, and tears, um, that they put in. And, um, I think people also need to realize that not everybody is called to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are okay with just having a regular nine to five, like, Mm -hmm. and you can't be mad at, you know, another person's hustle. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, just finding God's purpose for you regardless. I think that's Mm -hmm. just the key because why, why do something you're not called to do? And just waste that time. So if you're listening to this, just ask God, spend time with him, like, God, what's my purpose? And then move from there. And I promise it may not be ideally what you're looking for, but it will have a bigger purpose to serve for God's kingdom, for 
you'll learn more insight about yourself and you'll be more of a help to everybody around you. I think that's key, really. I think that entrepreneurship, you know, once you become, once you learn about yourself, you learn that you have a lot of gifts and talents. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. for me, like, you know, I have an entrepreneurial aspect to me, but my goal in life is not to, like, have, you know, maybe like a huge company like some people would so learning what fits for you is like I'm a writer I'm a communications major I like YouTube videos I like different things and then making them fit into you right and that's once you realize that you're multi-talented and you mm-hmm. don't have to just do one thing you just have to do all those good things and to the fullest all those little things to the fullest then you'll you'll find your purpose and um, there's been like an entrepreneur um, shit kick you know, recently, especially in, like in our younger generation, and I think it's a beautiful thing for, especially um, black people and people of color to take ownership of their wealth and take hold of it. And I also think like there is a place for a nine to five. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong. You can, you you can make six figures on nine to five. You know, just if you're willing to work hard in that space that you're already gifted in then you'll be able to hit the same marks as somebody who is an entrepreneur. Some people, yeah, you just got to figure out that, like, somebody has to work at McDonald's. Somebody mm-hmm. has to, you know. Ain't nothing wrong with flipping nothing. burgers, y'all. If y'all out no, here somebody, flipping burgers, especially single gotta, mamas, all that. Flip them flip burgers, burgers girl. Make your money so that your kids can have everything that they want. <laughs> like, somebody has to do it. So the task that, that we look down at, somebody has to do it mm-hmm. to keep our economy running. And we really shouldn't look down at them. It's just the way that yeah. I think if you're looking down on those people, that's how you perceive yourself. You know, hmm. the way you judge them, that's how you would judge yourself if you were in that position. And so, especially in America and in capitalistic societies, we look down on like whoever is mopping the floor compared to like the CEO when you don't even know you don't know those people you know you don't know their situations and that could be where they are now and then you next thing you know they are the ceo and then now you you disrespected them then but now they're up here and you're like wait like don't you remember me you right, know exactly so we got to treat people you With know respect how we want to be treated and judge if you're judging them look inside yourself well i wouldn't even just say like people in general um to be on the topic like Black women, you know, we're known. People put this label that, you know, we're catty, like, you know. Girl. And we always get these, <laughs> oh, I don't like her because, you know, she got this type of vibe. Or mm-hmm. I don't like her because she look at me different. Or, you know, she looking at me. And um, now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. And, you know, there have been times where I have been like that, you know, to be transparent. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, you know, we have to get out of that cycle of you know women black women you know bashing other black women mm-hmm. like you know um because there's always something in life there's always we don't know everything in life no can't nobody even in this room right now said that they know everything they I they the smartest person that they know everything so we need people you mm-hmm. you know so you may have something that I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm starting to become an entrepreneur because you all have a business and, you know, so and there may be versa, something, yeah. There might be something you would teach me. So I feel like women need to, as black women need to, like, get out of that, you know, cattiness. And because if we all work together, like Beyonce said, we could run the world. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's not that it's not happening, but equality between men 
and women as far as the workplace definitely needs to be talked about a lot more. I just feel personally, well, not personally, but I just feel deeply that if a male is doing less work, but if a woman is doing more, but it's not evening out and the male, the, the man still gets paid more, it sh- should really be talked about, exposed mm-hmm. and brought to. I'm not saying that men are trash. No, because, hey, I'm a dude. But it's like you you get what you put in. So it should be at a le- uh, equal level for both genders, all races, and whoever puts the most work in reaps the harvest. Right, reaps the benefits. Well, I think um, I kind of low-key think some men, not all men, but some men are like, you know, very intimidated of women in the work field because, like I said, going back to like Martin Luther King, you know, times, um, women weren't really allowed to have an education. And so now, like, women are getting bachelor's, master's, um, their doctorate degrees. So it's like, you know, we, we're trying to be all that independent and not have to rely on a man. So I think some men can be intimidated by that. Mm-hmm. But then I also think that there's this um label that people in the work field like men or even, you know, white people or like other people outside of like black women put this um like label on us that, you know, oh, we don't know how to be professional or we get labeled, oh, I told her to go print some copies and she, you know, all mad and rolling her neck like I ain't going to print out those copies and stuff like that. Like now don't get me wrong, it's some people, some women, you know, some women are out here and they they can be trash at the work field and you just be like, "Man, how you get this job?" like you acting like that. But then at the same time, that's not how all black mm-hmm. women are, you know. Not everybody is unprofessional. Cuz that's what I'm trying to get. Yeah, get I think it's saying. I think it's a stereotype. It's a perception that I cannot wait to die. Really? <laughs> Especially when it comes to hair, man. And like because yeah. people are people. Like you cannot have one story off a whole group of people like that is so ignorant like when you really think down to like oh yeah that black girl gave me an attitude all them black girls got attitudes like that that literally does not correlate that's not how things work yeah that's just that's just so ignorant and especially like black women as in the workforce uh you also have to consider black women are overworked and underpaid in the workforce that is so yeah they're they're probably not you know, smiling up, chatting it up with Sarah, who, you know, is paid much more for the same position or maybe doing less work, you know, or doing the same amount of work, but still paid, you know, so um, we have to consider what they're human beings. And I think people need to understand that black women are human beings and that they're not just these strong people that we look up to and like, oh, yeah, you can handle it just because you're a black woman, you know, because we've handled so much and endured so much. Just because people carry it well doesn't, doesn't mean it's not heavy. Yeah. Right. That is true. And then I feel like they want us to, like, fit in this type of box. So, like, especially in the work field, like, you know, you're supposed to have your hair a certain way, you know, oh, you know, push your mm-hmm. hair back, flying your hair, or you can't have color in your hair or stuff like that because it looks tacky. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I'm not going to fit into a box if, that ain't you know that ain't me Mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna be me 
And whether you like it or not, you know, you got to take that up with the Lord because I don't know what to tell you, you mm-hmm. know. And if that means you don't want to hire me, oh, because I got blue hair, you know, whatever, then that must mean that that this is not the job for me. This is not mm-hmm. what the Lord had planned for me, you know. So God bless you, and I'm going to keep it moving. And I think those standards are oftentimes racist because, okay. like, yeah. look at, like, look at men. I've seen, I've been to work with my mom. I've seen people look like they just got out of bed. But if you're a black girl, your hair better be done. Yeah. Or you're unprofessional. You know, you better look put together or you're, prof- you're unprofessional. Your hair better not be colored or unprofessional any other reason so like and really it's just black self-expression yeah or like that's how that's our culture that's how we that, those are our standards of beauty so when we come into a space and we take space they're like wait hold on that's brianna intimidation. Yeah. tanya i'm intimidated this is not what i'm used to you know especially like when it comes to certain things that we can't control you know especially for a black woman who has you know in her uniform, she may be a little thicker in her uniform than mm-hmm. Becky. But, I mean, that that ain't... <laughs> Becky looks good. <laughs> that ain't something, but, like, you know, that ain't something that she can't control. She can't control that she was, you know, that she's thick. Like, you know, she can't control that, you know, the clothes make a stretch while Becky look like, you know, paper. You know? Um, that ain't got nothing to do with us. So, it's like, I why think- do I have to conform to you? So, now that means, oh... Now you're trying to say I'm fat or I need to lose weight or, or I, I need to yeah I dress inappropriately because I got a big butt but it's okay for the CEO and you know the top dogs after work to go to the strip club and dance around all the right. black women with and the big I, booties. It's, it's, I think it's well, unfair. I mean, I'm just I'm not saying it's un, it's definitely unfair for black women. I do believe there has to be a change in respect. I love what both both of you guys said on both sides. But my question actually then comes, what's the change? How can that change come about? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you feel the change in the workplace or in business or however that may be? Or even in entertainment, like, how, where does that change come from? You want to go ahead? Um, I think it comes from within, you know. It's demons that you got to deal with yourself and especially we're seeing it now with you know our black men being killed and you know people being prejudiced and racist just because of our skin color like that's something you have to deal with on your own that so that tells me you know sir white man you know that you got something going on in your spirit that's making you hate me that's not something you know I can mm-hmm. deal with and I'm not going to, you know, right. try to deal with my it. life yeah. to fixing you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like I told you yesterday, like you can't carry everybody's burden. That's right. his yeah. burden, you know. If what can I say? I mean, all I can do is, you know, obviously protect myself, you know, as a black woman or anybody black should obviously take the right precautions and you know not try to get yourself killed mm-hmm. out here, but at the same time, I think it's just having to really find yourself and like really figure out what's the stem root of Mm -hmm. where this is coming from because i'm gonna be honest with you some of these people out here that are um very racist and stuff like that it's a learned behavior they learn that from their parents they learn that from their great their great grandparents you know we've been slaves to white people and all that so it's like history definitely repeats itself so i feel like 
some white people are trying to break that cycle of their grandparents and stuff like that. But then some other people, it's just, you know, you get what you get and and they ain't willing to change. So I don't. Yeah. And you're yeah. absolutely right. And I'm not saying, OK, all white people are like, you know, that's not what you're saying. Yeah. It I definitely mean, comes it's cool from white people out yeah, there, you know, y'all, definitely. Y'all, y'all decent, but you know? It it comes when you say it comes from within. I think it comes with from within within everybody. Mm-hmm. Not saying well, that. Yeah. Not saying like you're not that you're wrong, but like okay, if you want to see equality in the workplace, there has to be a a whole shift through everybody that works there. Because it can't just be. I'm not saying one person can't change the world, but one person has to inspire everybody to become better. Because you can do like just like for racism, for example, in order to kill racism you got to get to the heart to the root of it like you said but if we want the equality and we want the change we gotta look inside of ourselves mm-hmm. and be that change to make it a wrong with the workplace wherever you go you know what i'm saying but um i challenge the listeners and i challenge everybody in this room to change their perception of black women really think how you view black women and why you do you know black women are very hypersexualized in mm-hmm. the media and everyday day to life day to day life you know and so i think that like you said like one of the steps i think if you humanize black women you'll see why they act maybe to you why they act the way they act because they're human beings you know and see them as people don't see them as video girls cuz those are people too you know they have emotions don't see them as what society wants you to see because that's warped define what do you actually experience is the black girl at your job actually a really nice girl mm-hmm. did you ever talk to her right. or did you already put her girl, in a box you are speaking to you me know? right now yeah. so um i would challenge men and women because i know men um be like oh some men obviously can't put them all in the box They're like oh, i don't want no black girl because she got an attitude and i don't want no black girl because all of these different things where it's like you don't even know all the black girls on the planet. Really change your perception. Yeah. How do you view people? How do you view yourself? Do you view your mom as angry? You know? How do you view other women? How do you view your little sister as hypersexualized? You know, like really think about how you view your own kind. I want to say this real quick too. Like the guys, you you hear those guys, um, black men who say they won't date a black woman. Oh, don't get me started. I'm about to I know. Say, don't get me started with that quick. either. Wait, wait. Can I piggyback off to what yes. she said? Go ahead, go ahead. Um, with her challenge, um, I also challenge um men to think about like, what if that was your mama? Like, I always tell men like, would you want another man to treat your mama like that? Because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, they no, nah, because not if, my if it's not my mama, because I'm gonna bust <laughs> him in his head and I'm a da 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 da. But it's like, oh, but it's okay for you know you to. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like because like Tupac said, you know, black, you know, black men, they came from a woman, got the name yeah. from a woman, got the game from a woman. And that that's real because mm-hmm. um, how you think you got here? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. your mama birthed you. Right. And so you're, I feel like you're absolutely right. <laughs> if you don't have so, if you want somebody to respect your mama, I feel like you should also mm-hmm. respect the young respect, lady that you are dating, right. or just respect any black woman you see on the street. Exactly, period. not I have just respect, the women you yeah. want to have sex with. Respect them all. Yeah, I have high respect for black women. <laughs> Number one, I came from a black woman, mm-hmm. but and my sister's a black woman, but. It, it gets to the point like you could be black and like a white girl. That's not the problem. It's no. when it's when you bash mm-hmm. black women. 
because that you sound so stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not, but I'm not trying to be like that. But it really comes down to it when it comes to choosing. I'm not even trying to be in a relationship type of podcast, but like when it comes to choosing somebody, it should be their character, not their race. Mm-hmm. That should just like when you fetishize a race that you're you're really distorting the whole point of choosing, you know, the person. And so it it shouldn't come down. Okay, you look at a black girl and you think a black girl is gonna act like that. Have you even talked? I got down to talk to a black girl or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying taking the time to really get to understand her or did you just watch a movie on BT exactly or watch a music video you know mm-hmm. um, I think it's just you know hey if you want a white girl you know so be it like everybody got their own preference everybody like what they like and what they don't like but Thank just you the good no, <laughs> yeah if you want all that that's fine it's all but, love it's all love um, just don't try to I don't know like bash me because I'm sorry. I'm not white. I'm black. Honey, I love being black. Like, my black is beautiful. Like, you know, all type of skin, black colors, whether you dark, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whether you the lightest of the light, you know, it's all beautiful. But, um, you know, like I said, that's fine. You want to date a white girl. But, you know, if you bash in another black girl, so then that means that you also feel some type of way about your mama. Because yep. yeah, but your mama white, even though you dating a white girl. Sorry to break it I mean, to you, your, your mama black, even though you dating a white girl. Like... Think about, do you like women who are not black because of who they are or because they're not black? Because if it's because they're not black, then that's a problem. Because you don't even really like them. No, sis, they, you they just don't like, like things them. that aren't black. You they know what I mean? They got attitudes. We got attitudes. So, okay, so that's I'll give you an example. Like, that's why they don't so, like us. So, you know, you've seen, like, you've everybody's seen those guys. And you've seen, like, the little YouTube videos and people go up to random guys, black guys, um, usually younger age, and be like, black girl, white girl. And he's like, white. And then he's like, well, why white girls? And he's like, because they don't do this and they, their hair is real, their hair is long, they're not loud, da 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 da. Sir, we didn't ask why you don't like black. We said, why do you like white? You know? But you don't hear, oh, because white women are, you know, more charismatic or things of their character. You just hear them list the things that. So I want to ask this too, um, to so with, with that. You said because they were they were younger um, guys. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's just because of how mainstream media is persuading oh, their 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 taste? Because like you can you can like like say yeah hey, I have like you know I like Mexican girls or like I like Asian girls, but mm-hmm. do you like them or is something persuading that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like I think that's the issue really. Mm-hmm. If you say you're not persuaded or influenced by media, you're a liar. That's how I believe it runs this world. So, I mean, everybody like me, anybody, you're influenced by it. So you if you really acknowledge that you are, I feel like, you know, that's a step forward. And yeah, I think it does. I mean, I'm communications major. You know, I love media and we we study how it influences people. And like I just said, it it runs the world and it has for a really long time. So it does like it does affect like our relationships our standards, what we believe is true, what isn't. It literally influences our whole lives. So, yeah, I think yeah. that does. Yeah, I think shout out to all the comm majors out there, man. Yes, yeah, shout Honestly. out to the comm majors. Comm majors. But, <laughs> it, it, but it just goes to show from the music we listen to to the movies we watch to to everything. TikTok, Snapchat, mm-hmm. Instagram. Like, just look at it. And it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like they're brainwashing them. Okay, this is good and this is bad. Mm-hmm. And so... First off, if that's how you are, you better get to know somebody who they are before you choose. 
talking about white girl, black girl, but I love all women of all races and I respect my black woman. Mm-hmm. But that's just a little thing. If you are a guy and you are trying to figure out who's whatever, get love who that love who that woman is Literally. and then you choose before you say anything and do your research. But that's just how I feel with that. Um I'm gonna end that there. We're gonna have a part two of this, guys. Don't wanna get too over time, but um, thank you, Micah and Sydney, for thank coming on the show. Thanks for having me. I love you guys. Remember, put any situation in God's hands and he will turn it around for your good. That's right. This Period. is TJ Franklin, Micah Hawkins, Sydney Robinson, and I will see you guys in the next one. Oh, 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 oh,